Queen City Homicides is a true crime podcast that focuses on real stories based in Charlotte, North Carolina. Although true crime may be a form of entertainment for some, let it also be a tool for education and awareness. Let us never forget that these are real stories of real people. Listener's discretion is advised. The tally of people killed in Charlotte, all of which happened in just the past 24 hours. Chaotic scene in North Charlotte, East Charlotte. In West Charlotte, South Charlotte. Queen City made homicides. Take a listen. In 2023, meeting people online is just about as normal as going to the grocery store. Some of us have met our friends, lovers, and even business partners online. In 2019, I can assume that it was just as normal as it is now. But... What seemed to begin as a common situation turned into a nightmare when the person she met online refused to take no as an answer. Mm. What y'all thinking? Oh yeah, I gotta introduce. We got a new person on the mic today. Somebody say bad host. No, right. Somebody say bad host. (laughs) Bad host. (laughs) But we got my homegirl, my bestie, Claretta. And we got y'all favorite. I should back on the mic. I don't know about favorite, but hey. We got her back on the mic. How y'all feeling? Feeling good. Feeling good. Cut that shit out. Cut this shit, cut this shit out where I'm... I got out. you. Yeah, I'm feeling nice. You feel me with the girls and shit? Feeling girls real nice. Oh, right. Always a good time. Yeah. Right. After this, we going out. So yeah. if you going to the... What is it? Sorry, Poppy? Sorry, Poppy oh, That's night. crazy because I saw that last night on like an ad. Like mm-hmm. a sponsor thing. And I'm like, is this the shit that Asha was talking about? Sure is. Yeah. Sure is. No man. No man. No man. It's going to be a vibe and it's going to be chill for real. We're going to see. Unless we got drunk bitches then. I mean, we probably will will have drunk bitches. Anyways. Anyways. (laughs) So, y'all, the sound sounds a little weird today. It's because we're using two mics and we're recording three people. So, it might sound a little weird. Y'all know I'm still learning. Anyways. So, y'all ready for the story? Yes. All right. All right. So, in 2019, Kathleen, or Kate Chaplin, was 16 years old. She was a student at R.G. Kale High School, and I couldn't find a lot of information on Kate, like what she liked to do or anything like that, but I'm sure at the age of 16, she was living life, spending time with friends, and loving her family. If y'all can remember when y'all was 16. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to go back. We was outside. We was outside. Your girl was not outside. Your girl was inside. was not outside. Your girl was inside. <laughs> and high school was ass, but continue. it's okay. <laughs> now, in 2016, she lost her mother due to an illness, which I'm sure greatly impacted her family. After the death of her mother, her father, Matthew Chaplin, stepped up and played both parental roles. The oldest daughter, Zoe. So Zoe said their father really did the best he could. He was always offering support, always was there for his daughters. Matthew was a girl dad, and we love that. Like, I'm going to show y'all some pictures of him with his daughters and stuff. And it just seemed, just by the pictures, that you can tell that he just seemed to be like a fun dad. Like, he loved his girls. Mm-hmm. As he should. You feel me? We love a girl dad. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> now, in 2019, Kate met 23-year-old John Bocek online. John became obsessed with Kate. He wanted to date her, but she consistently told him no. Uh, eventually, she had to block him because he wouldn't leave her alone. So she was 16. He was 23. And how how old is that? Seven. Like seven. seven year difference, yeah, right? What the yeah. So he basically became like obsessed with her. John was seven years older than Kate, and the two only talked for a few weeks. 
during that time, it's unsure how well they got to know each other, but John had some serious charges. Mm. He had been arrested several times and faced over 40 criminal charges. 40? Yeah. Lord. What you mean, 40? He had 40 criminal charges. How is that even fucking I'm 23. Yeah. Damn. I did not even know it was that fucking... I mean, oh my God. Okay. It's possible. All right. In 2017, just two years before John and Kate met online. In 2017, just two years before John and Kate met online, John pled guilty to misdemeanor assault and cyber-stalking a woman. This was a case of domestic violence. The woman involved filed an order of protection on John, and based on the order, she stated, quote, The defendant has hit me physically multiple times. He has tried to run me over. He slammed my head against the car door, busting my eyelid open in the middle of my forehead. Put a bag over my head until I was losing breath completely to kill me. Held me at gunpoint and put me in the trunk for four hours while beating me. Taking me into the woods and beating me with it and kept telling me I was going to die. Dragged me out of the car by my hair and beat me. And this is already this year? This was 2017. Okay. So this was two years before he met Kate. Okay. So he already had this going on. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. This was from another person. This is from another woman. Wow. Mm-hmm. And the trunk is not crazy, bro? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The woman also stated that John called her 17 times and said he was going to come and murder her. And eventually she found out that the gun he was using to beat her was actually fake. Mm. Mm-hmm. Pussy shit. <laughs> no, you good. <laughs> John was only in jail for 45 days based on this order of protection. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> 45 days. That's fucking ridiculous. It's That's crazy. That's like a month in like a That's head. a slap on the wrist. Yeah. 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 I also just want to note that out of the 40 charges he faced both in Mecklenburg and Union County, 30 of them were dismissed. Wow. Mm. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He called himself the Teflon John because of how many of his cases were dismissed. And I'm not sure if it's Teflon. I mean, I've only heard Teflon Don. But I guess Teflon John. Why were they dismissed? Do you know? I don't know. I guess he had a good lawyer. That is ridiculous. Yeah. He was white? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Makes sense now. I'm going to show y'all pictures. This is John. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. Okay. So, I mean, does he not look like a crackhead? He he definitely looks crazy in the mug shots. I'm not going to lie. He's smiling and shit. I don't think that... In other research that I did, he gloated at the fact that he got off so many times. Yeah, and so he has a high head. Like, yeah, like he's like, yes, yeah, I think he said, like, I'm not afraid to, like, kill people because I'm yeah. going to get off anyways. Right. Yeah. On February 20th, 2019, CMPD responded to a 911 call from Kate from her home in the South Charlotte area. The call was placed around 6 p.m. Kate told the police that John had hit her with the butt end of a pistol and stole her phone and $25. Police. That's what I'm saying. $25, bro. Police issue. He was just angry, I'm assuming. And y'all, y'all hearing the rest of the story, but police issued three warrants for John's arrest. One for assault with a deadly weapon, one for possession of a firearm by a felon, and one for robbery. Police searched for John for three days. The problem they ran into, though, was tracking John down. He never lived at one place for long. He was always moving, either staying with friends or at hotels. Because his recent address was based in Indian Trail, North Carolina, just a few minutes. Yeah. That's where we used to live. Yeah. That's yeah. like five minutes down. 
Indian Chair, North Carolina, just a few minutes away from East Charlotte, literally is down the street. Mm-hmm. Detectives contacted Union County, Union County Police to say if they'd be willing to go to the courthouse to see if John would show up for his court hearing. The Union County office said that the detectives didn't ask them to go out and proactively do anything, and they felt that John wasn't an immediate threat anyways. Union County Police did drive by John's old house, but they could tell it was abandoned. Coincidentally, just down the street, John was actually staying at a Quality Inn & Suites on Highway 74 in Indian Trail. Police had no evidence to lead them to the hotel. On February 23rd, day three of the search, John's parents learned that the police were actually looking for their son. John's father, Bocek Sr., who lived in New York, said he got multiple calls that day starting at around 1 a.m. First, John's mother called to let him know the police were at their home and were looking for John. Bocek Sr. then called his son and told him that he had a warrant out for his arrest, which John said he had no idea about. Just a few minutes later, Bocek Sr. texted his son and said, quote, Listen, buddy, you have to deal with this. Don't let them come find you. I think you should call and turn yourself in. End quote. John responded at 1.30 a.m. and said, quote, It ends tonight, Dad. I love you. End wow. quote. Mm-hmm. Between 1.30 a.m. to 5.30 a.m., Bocek Sr. tried calling John more than 20 times. Bocek Sr. also began calling the police. He contacted the sheriff's office and was then transferred to the 911 call center. Then, because John lived in Union County, they transferred the call to a Union County deputy. The two spoke around 4 a.m. and Bocek Sr. told the deputy he was worried his son was suicidal and that he was staying at a hotel, but he didn't know the address. Because John's warrants were from Charlotte, the deputy told him to contact the police there. But Bocek Sr. found the Mecklenburg County Sheriff's Office number, which is closed on weekends and after 5 p.m. on the weekdays. It was 4.15 a.m. on a Saturday morning. So his dad basically just kept running into different police stations because even though, like, he lived in Union County, I think the case, the the case and where they were looking for him at was Charlotte. So it was two different jurisdictions. So he kind of just kept getting bounced around. But the dad was really trying to do an active job to, like, get his son and get him some help. And you feel yeah. me? Like, get him to turn himself in. Both I'm, guessing, I'm guessing, like, the parents were separated, right? Yeah. I'm assuming. Family. I'm assuming because the dad lived in New York and the mom lived in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. But maybe he only lived out there for business. We don't know. I don't. I couldn't find that out, so I'm not too sure. But Bocek Sr. continued calling the police and texting John. He pleaded to his son. When Saturday afternoon arrived and Bocek Sr. had heard nothing from his son, he began to drive to Charlotte. Around 3 a.m. on Sunday, February 24th, John broke into Kate's home. He shot through the back door and entered. John then entered into the bedroom of Matthew Chaplin and shot and killed him. So he killed case dad the father yeah the father yeah yeah so he broke into their home and then broke into his room and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. kate who was in her room with her girlfriend 15 year old jenna hewitt heard the shots and the two hid in the closet john then entered the bedroom why does that sound so familiar i mean you probably you might have heard the story i don't know you might have heard the story John then entered the bedroom and found the two girls hiding in the closet. He then shot and killed Jenna Hewitt before turning the gun on himself. Kate ran out of the home to a nearby neighbor and called the police. When police arrived, Matthew and Jenna were pronounced dead on the scene. John was transported to a nearby hospital and put on life support. Around 8 a.m., John was clinically dead. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to tell you about who Jenna was. 
Jenna Hewitt was born on May 28, 2003. She was a sophomore at Archicale High School, and she was very involved in her academic life and community. She was a part of the field hockey team and swim and dive team. She also played for Charlotte Ambush, which is another field hockey club. She was a big Harry Potter fan. She loved her family, friends, and pet, pet cats whose names are Allie, Coco, and Orange Kitty. And I was like, oh my god. Not the cats, bro. Yeah. She had three kids? Yeah. Poor girl. She seemed like she had a lot going for her. She did. This is Jenna. If y'all want to see her. Oh, poor yeah. girl. Yeah. She was a baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was a baby. It's just sad because these kids really don't know what they get themselves involved yeah. in, especially with men. You know what I'm saying? At mm-hmm. such a young age. I guess you're so caught up. I mean, not her because she was a friend to the girl. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying in general, girls get so caught up with these men and they think they're in love and shit. And I guess they are. You know what I'm saying? I guess you, you know, at a young age, I feel like love is so passionate and shit. But mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And you just get yourself involved with the wrong men. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. But Kate was the not. She didn't want to be with him. Yeah. He just couldn't just take no as an answer. Yeah. So it really just goes down to... Because what you're saying is a fact. But you see how dangerous it is to have kids like right. online and stuff. Like, these are kids. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I get it. Like, you're in or high even school. let alone trying to say no to dude. Right. It's they, you know how many stories there are of women, like, saying, like, oh, I just gave him my number because I'm not trying because, to get killed. Right. Yeah. Or, yeah. Like, I do that all the time. I was telling you the other day, I was like, when a guy asks me for my number, I feel like I'll just give them the wrong number or just... Yeah, because I've heard so many stories of women getting rejected and getting killed over getting rejected. Yeah, you know of men I mean? being rejected. Yes, yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Her funeral was held on Friday, March 1st, 2019. And that same day, R.G. Kell students wore black and printed, painted the school rock at the entrance the oh. color purple, uh, the color of domestic violence. She was simply spending the night when she li- when her life was cut short. Matthew Chaplin was born on September 6, 1967. He grew up in Michigan and graduated from Lazar High School. He was a graduate of Michigan State University in 1990. He got his degree in telecommunications. He worked as an IT consultant at CC Consulting. He had two daughters, Zoe and Kathleen. He was a big fan and supporter of the Spartans and Pittsburgh Steelers. His obituary says that he leaves behind a large and loving family, including aunts, uncles, and many cousins. He also will be dearly missed by a host of lifelong friends. Matthew was only 51 at the time of his death, and he died protecting not only his daughter, but her friend too. Since John died, no one will ever be held responsible for the senseless murder of Jenna and Matthew. But the aftermath of this double murder-suicide will forever affect the families, friends, and communities of those involved. Bocek Sr. said he has raised many questions on how the case was handled overall by CMPD. There were still many questions remaining like how John got the gun or even arrived at the home that Saturday morning. Because that Sunday morning because he didn't drive, he didn't have a car. Mm. So it's just what they're wondering like how did he get there. He's crazy enough, he might have stole the shit. Yeah. How do you get her address? I mean, I'm pretty sure it's I don't easy know. to get somebody's address. I guess. Her, but, yeah. Her. Yeah. And they don't even really know what his motives, what his motive was. It's unsure what might have been going through his mind, but Kate believes his motive was psychological warfare. She believes he left her alive so she could suffer. His intention was never to hurt Kate herself, but to hurt the people closest to her. That's and, evil. Yeah. yeah. 
This story is really a sad one to hear because the lives of so many were impacted and changed forever. It's also a story of awareness. Kate said, quote, you have this idea that it just happens to other people. No, that's never going to be me. But you really just have to be safe online. Kate said. I feel like you, you just have to be safe in general, honestly. Yeah. Just be safe in general. Yeah. She said that you have to be safe about the people you surround yourself with. Of course, yeah. Of fact. Yeah, that's a fact. And it's true. You just really never know when something like this is going to happen until it actually does. I really pray that Kate is doing the best he can. It's only been four years since this tragic event happened, and I can't even imagine how traumatizing that must have been, like, to even go through that. Yeah. I pray that Zoe, the oldest daughter, is doing well also. Really, we pray that the entire Chaplin family is healing and doing the best they can. I know this has changed their lives forever. I also pray for the family of Jenna Hewitt, who... To lose your daughter like that at such a young age is just hard to imagine. She had the rest of her life ahead of her. She was simply, again, just spending the night. Yeah. We hope that this story can be one of awareness, not only for ourselves, but for listeners and young people everywhere. I know like we all have younger cousins, younger siblings that are growing up in this age where social media is really like the thing. And you just never know like what's going to happen. We have to always be careful, not only in person, but on social media. We just never know what people's intentions are until it's too late. Finally, we want to wish Jenna a happy heavenly birthday because her birthday's coming up. She would have been 19 years old this month. Happy birthday. Right. Happy birthday, Jenna. Aww. When was her birthday? May 28th. May 28th. A day after your mom's birthday, right? Yeah. Yeah. A day after my mom's birthday. Mm -hmm. yeah. She was yep. a Gemini. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Gemini woman. Right. I don't know so much about the man, but... I'm dead. I like Geminis. I like Gemini women. I like both. I don't know much about them. Okay. <laughs> but that concludes episode four of Queen City Homicides. How y'all feeling? What are y'all thoughts on the, episode, on the case? Just huh? because, like, it happened like around us, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying, during that time. But, I mean, shit like that happens... On a day to day basis, you know, yeah, not that it's normal or anything, but shit, that's real life shit. Mm -hmm. People really be crazy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? People like, really you, be you evil. Even, you could be speaking to somebody, you don't even know that they killed somebody or like they're actually mentally insane. Mm -hmm. And they they play a good role of covering it up. You know, mm -hmm. that's what makes them so psychotic is because they're good at it. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if John had any like mental health issues. You know, that doesn't justify what he did, yeah. but I just felt like it was important to bring it up too. Like, I don't know if he had any mental health mm -hmm. issues, if he needed to get help, you know, no I don't know. person, though, is just going to break into somebody else and yeah. kill somebody just off the brain. You know? Yeah. I genuinely just hurt think people. he was evil. Yeah, you I think he was just obsessed. I understand there's some people that are like, okay, they're mentally ill and things like this, but I feel like there's also people in the world, many people in the world that are, that are just genuinely evil people and just yeah. like to cause pain. Right. And I feel like this is what he liked doing. Saying so, like, in the beginning, you was telling us that he had, what, 40 charges mm -hmm. and he was gloating and he was he like, was yeah, yeah, I can get away with whatever I want. I can do whatever I want. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? I don't, I mean, I don't think that that's something that somebody that's mentally ill says you know what i'm saying i think that's that's just somebody that's just a bad person and just likes causing pain and just like doing demons. bad things yeah he, he i mean he bad. said that i think one of his yeah. posts he said that 
something about his dreams and how all he dreams is nightmares. So that's what his life is like. And I think he made like several posts like, don't get on my bad side because I have no problem like murdering you or shit like that. Yeah. Those so, are the signs. And I don't know why people didn't take people heed People to ignore that. that stuff. Yeah. They you know do. I mean? You know? Yeah. I think he even had texted a friend before this whole thing happened. And he said like, um... I let Kate live, but just know that she was the reason for my suicide. That's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. She's not the reason for her right. suicide. It's his own the reason. Right. You just traumatized my whole life. Like, yeah. So, again, that's the end, y'all. If y'all have any questions, comments, or opinions on the case, please leave them on Instagram. If you have any case suggestions that you want me to cover, send them to me. You know I want to cover as much as I can, even if there's not a lot out there. And if you have any feedback on how can I improve the podcast, I'd love to hear it. And if you want to support the podcast, please like, share, and leave a review to help it grow. Y'all want to say anything? I just want to say real quick, like, um, to young girls and stuff out there, and honestly, not even young girls, just women in general, and even men, you know what I'm saying? Just be careful. Like we've been saying, just be careful with the people that you surround yourself with. Don't share too much information either. Like, don't ask, don't tell. Or like, even if it's somebody that you're just starting to know. Don't really provide a lot of information about you because, mm-hmm. you know, they could either use that against you or, like, that's, an, like, a little bit of information. They take they take it and, you know, they come up with assumptions or, like, they run along with it. You know what I'm saying? A little right. bit of information goes a long way. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, even just, like, I don't even know how he figured out where she li- they lived at. Right. right. But it's just like, oh, I think, oh, yeah, I stay in that area. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know what I'm saying? Or like, oh, yeah, I'm close to that area or I go there all the time. That's mm-hmm. that's the restaurant that I go to. Mm-hmm. So it's like little shit like that. You're giving people information on where you're, you, you reside. Right. And then just one day, like he might have seen her somewhere. Or just like in general, people might end up seeing that person in that area and be like, oh, there she go. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because right. it's crazy every day in our daily lives, we don't even know, like, who we encounter. Right. Right. Us, you know what I'm saying? It could be crazy as fuck. They could have killed some people. They could be out to harm you. They might have actually been stalking you and you don't even fucking know right and that's what i was gonna say when you brought it up i was like well what if he was watching the house right you feel me or night and like know the daily routine people yeah. be crazy like that yeah like, i've heard stories like that where people actually like study people's daily routines like oh this is how she gets home from school now she's home i know when she's home or this is when her dad gets home from work or her mom gets home from work or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like little shit like that you yeah. gotta watch your surroundings too. Yeah. yeah so just be careful we live in an evil evil world sadly yeah and this isn't just in our city this is everywhere, everywhere yep. and mm-hmm. i know for some people it's like it sucks because even me i feel like and my mom has told me this a lot she's like don't trust people because i'm such a naturally i don't know why but i trust people easily mm-hmm. and that's a problem that i have so i get it you know what mm-hmm. i mean i feel like for some reason 
like I said, like you just trust people easily. I don't know why I'm like that or why some women are like that. We live in an evil world and it shouldn't be like that. But it sucks that we that we do live in a world where we can't trust people like that. You know what I'm saying? But I think it just goes back to that thing that you're like that case said, like you'd never know what's gonna happen to you until it I'm actually saying. happens to you. That's what I'm Cause saying. like how easy was it to just meet somebody online oh, for yeah. us growing up and then be like, Oh yeah, you can come over to my crib or yeah, yeah I'm gonna go over to his crib. But like it's different like because saying. When we were growing, or, like, when we was all growing up and stuff, we met people through mutual friends in school. Mm-hmm. But also on social media. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. But it's more like, I don't even think she really knew him or, like, knew any mutual friends to really, like, mm-hmm. like females be more naive. To, they do. To, like, oh, he's cute or whatever. You they know do. what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm going to link up with him that's what and I'm see saying. what the vibes is. Just, like, shit, things of that nature. Right. And that's what I had to learn, too, even when I moved into my first apartment. was just, like, learning, like, not everybody can come into your crib. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And then, yeah, like you said, Let it just goes back to sharing information. It. it just goes back to sharing information. Because yeah. I'm going to just give y'all a piece of advice. Ladies out there, if you get your own place... Don't tell that man that you have your own place. Cause as soon as you tell a man you you have your own place, oh, when am I coming? When am I coming over? Right. Oh, she stay alone. Yeah. Like, when can I come over? Let me come chill. Then they feel obligated to be in your space. Like, it's so many different things. So I just think it comes down to, like you said, just learning that not every piece of information has to be shared, and just just really you can't trust people off gate like it has to be built but even then there are stories where you've known this person your whole oh, life yeah. and they flip on you yeah it's a it's an like i said it's an evil world we live in sadly yeah you never know what's gonna happen yeah you also gotta go to go through shit to to like learn some shit and realize yeah some shit. But it's and like, it's sad that it has to be, be like that's that. what i'm saying these exactly. things like are yeah. that are so extreme yeah like she, nobody deserved that. No. Yeah, nobody deserved that. Well, stay safe out there, guys. I hope you guys, you know, you know. I hope you guys found it informative and aware, yeah. you know, for all the young and old people who might be listening. Spread awareness. Yeah. yeah just take accountability. Protect your protect your life because you only get one of them. You feel me? Like, and not everybody deserves to and know you. Not everybody's you. gonna go out and save you either. I just want yeah. people to know that, like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, people aren't going to always be there when when you really need them. So yeah, you always got to be able to help take care of yourself and prevent shit before that stuff happens. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, don't be so naive out into the world. You got to always take precautions. Learn what to say and when to say and how to say to people. Yeah. Know? But even then, I just feel like sometimes, like, you can do everything right and it's still not going to matter. That's true. You know? And that's just like, like what I should keep saying, like life is, we just live yeah. in an evil ass world. Cause you can be mindful and hold back information and just be minding your, yeah. minding your business. And one day somebody feels like they're entitled to you and yeah. your space and your life and they just try to take it. Yeah. So just whack. It's whack. It's unfair. It's unfair. It is. Well, again. Uh, we're praying again for the Chaplin family, the Hewitt family, and just remember to stay safe out there, guys. Mm-hmm. Bye. 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 Bye.